welcome to Blind Guys Chat, where this guy, Oren O'Neill. Hello. And this guy, Jan Bloom. Hello. And this guy, Stuart Lawler. Hello. Talk about the A to Z of life. Hello there, and you are very welcome to episode number 36 of Blind Guys Chat. And the great news is, certainly in Ireland, COVID has gone away. We are now free from COVID. No. So did you did you do anything to mark that? Did you go for a pint or anything yesterday? I did. I went out. I hugged everyone in the in, in, in the in the estate. I, I went bought them all to the pub, and we just stayed up at the bar as close as we possibly could be. There wasn't a mask yeah. in sight, and uh, yeah, it's great to be back to absolute normal now. It's funny, I was in I town. I enjoyed the zip line, guys. I enjoyed the, the zip line. Yeah, the zip line was great yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, it was com- really good to see you guys again. Was I, was really the, yeah. I was in the city centre in Dublin yesterday. Well, early-ish evening, I suppose, 7-ish, 7.15, 7.20. And yeah, there, definitely, there definitely felt uh, I was on the way back home in, uh, to, the, to the suburbs. <laughs> <laughs> but there definitely felt, uh, there was a feeling, there was certainly more people walking around. And I believe... Uh, the centre of the city last night was pretty busy later on. Yeah. So uh, oh, uh, people out I'm having their so jealous, hugging and kissing I'm each so other. Jealous. So, um, yeah. yeah. But it's yeah. kind of funny, you know, I, I've watched a big um, announcements here in Ireland, of course, in the last few days about COVID restrictions leaving. And it was almost like they flicked the switch and you kind of go, gosh, it's it is like some people, I think, have found it very disconcerting that it happened yeah. so suddenly. Yeah. So I think people just have to be, be nice to each other for a little while because everyone will readjust at their own time, won't they? Yeah. yeah but, but, but how did it feel, guys? Because here we are still in lockdown, you know, that is still uh, how we are. But, but, well, but, but how does it feel? I, I, I haven't been out really, like I haven't been in a pub, for example, or a restaurant since they removed the restrictions. But I think things like going in, I think sitting at a bar... Yeah. Or, or, you know, the, 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 nobody's going to be looking for your COVID paperwork anymore, is my understanding, other okay. than to travel. So no need to, uh, with the 2G authentication, etc. No. you know, it's nothing. Yeah. No, I mean, you, you don't have to show any ID. You can oh. walk in anywhere you want. I, there is a, a strong possibility that masking will, masks will not be uh, mandatory by the end of February. And I suppose for schools, that's a big thing as well. We have um, an, an, um, a presco at um, Tuesday again. And then, yeah, well, they'll be making we, some we announcements all of that, hope probably. that we mm-hmm. will open up till eight o'clock. That's the news what is coming out. But yeah, it is, it is you, you cannot keep it anymore. You know, it is it is. Uh, yeah, I read an article in The Independent today by our friend Luke O'Neill. And hey. he was saying basically his prediction is yeah. that COVID, you know, we are at the uh, the. Um, we're, we're gone from the pandemic into the endemic, is as they call oh, it, stage, okay. and that COVID in Europe will be pretty much gone by March. Really? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Now he's not saying that there will not be other variants mm. that will come along, but yeah. he would be of the opinion, and that's sort of bear, is borne out by what people from the World Health Organization are saying, that these are not going to be as severe, and that our vaccination once our populations are vaccinated, I suppose, we'll be able to manage. Now, that doesn't mean, of course, that COVID is not going to be in the re- other parts of the world and may be c- quite problematic for those people. So I suppose... Well, isn't there one already in Denmark? The oh. Copenhagen Killer. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> There's uh, the title for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> There's Copenhagen a title killer. for... Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you hear about Copenhagen killer? <laughs> <laughs> like George. Okay, I, I think I think we could. I think we get mileage out of this one, guys. So uh, yeah. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, will it, but, will but it be, a, will it be news, as small guys. as the mermaid in the in Copenhagen? Yeah, yeah. The little, the little yeah, mermaid. Yeah. Copenhagen's oh, yeah, yeah. a lovely. Do you know? I just sorry to sidetrack you. I went to Copenhagen yeah. for a work thing a couple of years ago. Well, no, about ten years ago now, with a colleague, and okay. we arrived in the hotel really late at night. Got a flight anyway. It was a Sunday night. I remember, and I. Went, we went in and we sat down. I remember having, I think it was like a burger, and I had two pints of Carlsberg. Oh. And they gave me the bill, and it was 49 euros. I was like, what? <laughs> 49 euros? The pints of Carlsberg were about 11 euros each. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, welcome in skinny navy, oh I would God. say. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is quite risky there. Yeah, I had oh, no oh, idea oh. it was going to be that expensive. So, yeah, oh, that's my oh, one. Oh. My, my abiding memory of Copenhagen was the yes. pints were, cheap, were dear. Okay, yeah. I, but at least, guys, hey, it seems to be that um, fishing 2022 in July yeah, would be an option. Jan, you could. I think you will be coming yeah. to Dublin. A Vision 2022, of course, is going to happen in July. It's going to be a hybrid event, though. So it's going to yeah, be a yeah, bit yeah. of online, a bit of offline. And but if if there is a chance, I will come. Okay, watch this spot. We'll see. Can we get someone on the show to talk about Vision 2022? I'm gonna. I said I wouldn't take actions this year, but mm. I'm or I'm going to give myself an action. Only one again to go <laughs> yeah, and talk yeah. to Vision 22 people. Yeah. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. So we could be doing a blind guys chat in virtual, in not in the real world. Might be a live one. Be, we might be sitting, sitting yeah. down, actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah You'd never yeah. know. Wow. So I wouldn't hold on to your yeah. hats, everybody. Yeah. And then also the Formula One, yeah, uh, perhaps in when Sandford will be there as well, I think, eh? uh, Oren? Only in the last two days, yeah. two or three days, two days, Clodagh said, wouldn't it be lovely to go and see the Grand Prix in Sandford and oh. meet Jan, oh. meet up with Jan? That would be nice. And I said, sure, we'll have to ring I, I, could I, just, I was going to say, even, could I come? Even if he doesn't like come yeah. Well, no, I'd love to, like, I actually would love to stand by the track and hear the um, cars. Um, so, yeah, please, if you're going. Um, but it's an electric version eh, of the Grand Prix in Sandford, so it's quiet. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's very quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had me going there for a second. <laughs> hey, but, but uh, um, is there another news? There was a rumour that a uh, Sir Lewis Hamilton was was uh, uh, moving away. I heard this rumor. Right, if, uh, we, we were talking about, it, and I also heard this week that uh, Mercedes. And I'm sorry yeah. for boring. We're sorry for boring you listeners, but yeah. but Jan and I and Tico do like yeah, yeah, Formula yeah, One. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and but Claudia. I heard, and uh, we did hear that. Uh, I did read that Daniel Ricciardo, who does drive for the team that I yeah, I don't know. Uh, no, follow uh, McLaren yeah. is yeah. now in is now in talks with Mercedes in ah. the event that Mr. Lewis Hamilton does decide to step away really? from from Whoa. which I think he should. I think he's done enough. Thank you yeah. very much. Yeah. yeah Do you want us to yeah. try and get him on the show and you can chat to him about it? <laughs> <laughs> who, da- who, Daniel Ricciardo? Oh, no, I certainly know Hamilton. Hamilton. I would prefer Daniel yeah. Ricciardo. For Daniel, okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, try get, Daniel. I'll try and yeah. get the two of them for you, okay? Yeah. Just, might as well take that as an action anyway as well. Okay. I'm just, that could be a nice uh, one. I'm just noting down my Daniel actions here on my keyboard. Daniel is a good driver. Daniel is a very good Daniel driver, but I don't driver. think he would and have... Uh, <sighs> this is Suddenly this has kind of become a sports uh, show. My personal opinion about Daniel, Jan, which you may not agree with, is the fact that George Russell is now on the Mercedes team, I think he's going to be very, very good in uh, in 2022. And perhaps Hamilton is a little bit scared of this uh, because he might have George Russell and Max Verstappen 
on his heels yeah, and maybe he doesn't back. want that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm going to yeah. segue. I'm going to segue for you guys, right? And I'm going to watch this because you will. You will appreciate I can't it. Wait. when you yeah. when. When you, Oren and Jan, when you guys watch and listen to Grand Prix and you're sitting mm. down on your couch, would you listen with AirPods? <gasps> and if you would, would you listen with the big <laughs> AirPods that hardly fit in your ears? Because I'd be worried for, for both of you. That was a lovely that segue. Was the case. That was a oh. very good segue. I, yeah. I thought you'd yeah, like it. was it. a my, nice my, one. Uh, yeah, we are back on track. My answer to that, Stuart, would be I, I, I wouldn't be simply because Clodo wouldn't be able to hear it then. Oh, of course. I'm of course. assuming. Well, you, unless you bought Clodagh AirPods. Oh, yes, so, of course. She'd be able to listen mm, to the same mm, feed, wouldn't she? Because we could. She would. Yeah. She would. Yeah. 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 Um, mm. That's actually something Apple should think about is actually being able to separate out mm. so that you could listen. Somebody could listen using their AirPods yeah. while another well, look, viewer I, I, could listen to the TV speakers. I'm, I'm a bit. I, I've had a bit of an AirPod, interesting AirPod 10 days or so. Um, oh. of AirPod, oh. Air, AirPodness in my life, I suppose. Because <laughs> I, I think the last edition of the show, uh, Oren, you had the AirPods third. Sorry, the I AirPods three. Yeah. yeah, you just got yeah. them. I had them for a little while. found them very big in my ears. I lost one AirPod of a set, which were not mine, which were belonging to a, a friend of mine. And I, <laughs> yeah. I really felt very bad about it because I lost it in her house and Ooh. we could not locate them and we have never located I don't it. want to ask where you looked down the back of the couch everywhere yeah. everywhere uh. so anyway I, I <laughs> did felt you look in the oven I, I don't know I, I, I presume the microwave well, actually <laughs> sorry probably the more important question actually if you were in somebody else's house is, did you look in the fridge because no doubt you were in the fridge to get the beer maybe it's, in, was, the, maybe it's in the fridge <laughs> So anyway, right. So what happened was... When he was, was taking a shower, you know. I he yeah, was, uh, oh, maybe in the shower. <laughs> so I felt a bit bad about that. And I <laughs> offered to um, to replace them. And anyway, look, long story. I got the third, the AirPods 3. They didn't fit in my ears. So I said to my friend, would you like to have a look at them? And it turned out they worked well for her. So I said, look, you take them. I kind of feel you know look you, you have them because I mm. felt bad about losing so those AirPods oh. so anyway I bought a set of the ones I prefer which are the older AirPods second generation um, the smaller earpieces and they have the slightly different case they arrived and I noticed almost immediately the left earphone was never going be f- higher than 75% charged the other the other earphone would be fully charged at 100%. So I was like, oh. oh, no. So I read there was some tips, you know, flatten, may, uh, let the charge go out of them completely, discharge the case, then charge them all again. Did that. And same thing. There was the, the left one got to 80% this time, but never got passed. So got on to Apple support on Friday on live chat. Very courteous, oh. very efficient, I have to say, service. And they asked for the serial number of the AirPods. They asked for the firmware version. All this was being done in a live chat session as I was on my iPhone. Uh, She said, yes, we will need to take these in for repair. We will send you a box into which you put them. So the box arrived on Monday with uh, the courier. I picked up the box. Then it was like, there's all these bits of paper in there. I said, God, there's probably labels. I have to stick these on. So I rang... Uh, I rang Ira, actually, who are the alternative to Be My Eyes, because I have a little subscription with Ira. And um, Of course you do. No, I, it's not. The, I, have the fr- <laughs> I, have the pay- I have the free one, by the way, not the paid one. 
So rang Ira. Oh, God they knows s- you wouldn't pay for it. And they <laughs> nah, come on. Rang Ira and they said, oh yeah, no, they're blank labels. There's a label there you need to stick on the box about that this, this box contains battery operated equipment, okay. But then we found a bag that was inside with the box which had a pre- shipping pre-labeled uh, shipping label for the whole thing so I could stick it in rang the got back onto the courier company and sure enough they picked it up that day that was Monday on Thursday the AirPods arrived back fixed and have been working great ever since so I have to say Apple, so you have them back I have them back and Steve Jobs if you read if anyone reads the Steve Jobs uh, biography he talks about the fact that he wanted the customer service experience the customer experience to be I think he calls it a beautiful thing and uh, based on my experience, I would say it was a beautiful thing. So, okay. Mm. Top marks mm. to Apple customer customer service for okay. fixing the AirPods. I suppose my well question done. would be the kind of the reverse would be, why did they change the size of the AirPods to begin with? Ex- exa- yeah. Yes, exactly. I don't know. I mean, because they're slightly. I think you mentioned it, Oren, last week, and I think I agree with you. You said you prefer the shorter stem. And I think yeah. if it could have the shorter stem and the smaller ear, I'd be thrilled. Yeah, I'd <laughs> be so. thrilled. Yeah. So would I. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I added to my uh, AirPods uh, this week at last, having ordered an iPhone 11. Oh, uh, yes. Really, really keeping up with the times, folks, considering yeah, yeah, it's yeah, what? Yeah, 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 iPhone yeah. 13 at this stage. Uh, yeah. But I ordered on Christmas, uh, not on Christmas Eve, on New Year's Eve. Uh, Claudia decided to uh, buy herself a new phone and I decided, well, I'll upgrade my iPhone 8 to uh, see what's available. So we bought from refurb.ie, which I would say very good. Apart from Mm -hmm. one thing, Claudia's phone came within three days, but then again, it is an Android. So, you know, it is made of the cheapest plastics and the the oldest (laughs) chips in the world. Whereas mine took 15 days to come uh, but I will say... Uh, That's because you got a rose gold one. <laughs> <laughs> so it said to me, there's red or rose gold or white, and I said, I don't care. <laughs> so, oh, whichever I bet one you it's, comes quicker. I bet you it's rose gold. It probably is rose gold, yeah, <laughs> but it's, which suits my complexion. My complexion. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. my iPhone 11 came, and of course, I really didn't realise until the very, very, just before I got it, there was a panic moment in my brain that went, uh-oh, I've just realised this phone won't have a home button. So yeah, had to yeah. get on to Mr Lawler straight away to ask him even how would I power it up, what would happen. Um, so I'm kind of trying to get used, and thanks to Stuart, I must admit, and also... Uh, I must say to Derry Lawler, uh, a couple of tweets uh, by Apple yeah, Watch and pairing my pairing my watch to it. The main uh, issue with me using it was Face ID. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we've all had the old yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. we've all had the old Face yeah. ID issue. And I, you know something, Oren, I've had a I've had a Face ID enabled phone for two and a half years now, and I still have issues. So yeah, don't worry. me too. You're, you're not alone. And it's also a, a, a really a, a pain when you're, um, well, here in the Netherlands, still uh, compulsory to wear face masks, you know, then it's really terrible. You, you have to do the alternative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. yeah I've, I, have, I've, um, I haven't done the alternative yet. Have either of you guys done or has anybody out there done the alternative no. face ID? No. No. Face no. recognition? No. But I do have a sort of a related question, actually, or maybe now is a good time to ask it. And I'm thinking that people like Derry may well have the answer so if anyone can oh, help yeah. me 
mm-hmm. and I guess anyone or any of us can help each other. Um, I my understanding of iOS 15, one of the new features is that it will recognize QR codes with oh, the yeah. camera and it will then it will take an action on those QRs. So in the case of the COVID certificate, which is probably a good example, mm-hmm. you can you can allegedly scan the, point your camera at the COVID certificate, it will pick up the QR code and then it's supposed to put it into your Apple wallet or at least that is my understanding. Oh. I have not managed to get it to do that. It says QR code found yeah. or, or recognized or something, but then it doesn't do anything with it. Am I ah. doing something wrong? Does anyone know how I do that or what is the... Is it that yeah, I'd love in, to know. in your memory, uh, at, uh, in your clipboard or something? No, uh, yeah. I, and I even thought, okay, maybe it's got into the wallet automatically. It went into the wallet. No, it's not there. So what is or the... Or you can paste it something. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. But I couldn't see a, a button to, 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 to allow me to do that. So well, you can go into the actions or whatever with the router and then... Uh... Okay, I'll give it another. I'll give no, it another I don't know. I, I just hit the, the edit yeah. in the edit option and paste. Yeah. Maybe yeah, you think yeah, it yeah, might yeah, it might take it might copy yeah. it. Yeah. And Stuart, were you using were you using it? Was this QR code on a piece of paper or was it on a on a screen on a, no, a yeah? Screen? So I actually tried mm. both. I put because I got my COVID certificate digitally emailed. So I tried it on my computer first, pointing my phone at my computer screen. I, I had no luck there. So I printed it out and put it on the table, and I, it got the QR code was at the top left of the the page. Okay, okay. And yeah, that was much much easier. But I I I may be misunderstanding what Apple. Uh, mean this feature to do so it could be yeah. me but i'm just curious if any of our listeners have had yeah. this experience yeah that would be good yeah yeah please email us in blindguyschat at gmail.com kieran lynch is working up in dundalk it and he's teaching uh sound engineering and uh, production but one role he's also taken on is the research of audio description in terms of audio levels and mm-hmm. the audio balance so Kieran and I are kind of working away on this. Kieran more than me. I'm just kind of the, the grunt guy. Kieran is, is writing a lot of uh, uh, the documentation. Um, Kieran, how are you this evening? I'm good, Oren. Yeah, thanks for having me come along here and chat to everybody. It's Not yeah, at all. Very, You're well, glad very to be exciting. Free, you know, very exciting. Kieran. Yeah. This is my first podcast. Whoa. <laughs> oh, it's ours as well. We're glad we're the first. Yeah. Yeah. The floodgates are open. <laughs> The floodgates are open. So, Kieran, yeah. you're up in Dundalk. Well, you're not up in Dundalk. You're living in Dublin, but you're trekking up to Dundalk now. Yeah. And this yeah. really since uh, September. How are you finding the the whole COVID situation? Because you were teaching from home for quite a long time. Yeah, we were. It was all online, um, like most places. Um, but since September, uh, the start of this academic year, we've all been back face to face. So everything's been in person in the uh-huh. college and um it it's been okay yeah it it's I, to be honest i think all the students are happy to be back in the college uh a lot of the teaching staff myself included would have liked to have probably kept a little bit of the online um aspect going but unfortunately we didn't have that option but, and the parents uh, like it as well i think you know that i think the, the parents like it yeah the parents love it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Anything that gets the kids out, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what what I teach, um, there's a lot of uh, practical um, aspects to it because it's all audio music production. So it, it's pretty much um, 
it's it's all practical work and it's to, you know a lot of it's done in the studios and uh, you know the students don't have those facilities at home you know even if you have a class of 20 students even if there's three or four that don't have the equipment they can't they can't really do the work that's required for the modules so you know the stu- the college has to facilitate that and you know i have to kind of uh, change the modules or adapt them to suit an online environment mm. You know, yeah, I, uh, I, I can imagine it'd be very tricky to teach that stuff online. Really, yeah, too. it's almost impossible. Well, to be honest, uh, it's not that it's not oh. that bad. Um, particularly the modules I have, like I would teach mixing, mastering, um, audio signal processing. You know, like EQ, compression, effects, things like that. Um, mixing fundamentals, advanced mixing. So, so a lot of that, a lot of that. Um, material is all contained in the DAW so um, that's that works pretty well online because I'm using a lot of kind of very very good software to make that all work for the students so what I uh, what I use is um, a piece of software called Loopback I don't know if anybody nope. is aware of that so mm-hmm. what Loopback will allow you to do it's by a company called Rogue Amoeba and it allows you to route any source of audio in your computer to any destination in your computer so you can route the output of one piece of software to the input of another so i can have my say pro tools or reaper running i can have a zoom call open i can have um, obs running in the background recording it and i can route the audio sources i can have spotify open youtube open and take all the sources from those all the audio from those sources and route them to mm. you know different destinations so that the students can hear yeah. everything is it uh, accessible yeah. by the way uh, to be honest I, i'm or? not sh- i'm not sure i mean it's a, oh. it's a very very good piece of software i, I, I would suspect simple. rogue amoeba because it's interesting you mentioned them they have a p- project called airfoil which that's uh, right they, they do have, yeah they also yeah. have airfoil satellite so this is for yeah. people who want to use uh, their pc to send uh, audio yeah. or video to something like an apple tv and that is not only accessible it's really nice but unfortunately okay. they are, it's now out it's end reached end of life support sorry i know we're really digressing but it's reached end of life support they make a lot of yeah. very good sorry for you guys a lot of good podcasting software okay all right. yeah, we'd have to, oh, we'd have to check good. them out. We should check that yeah. out. Oh. That'll be next an action topic. for Oren. Yeah, next topic. <laughs> <laughs> next next hey. time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit now, Kieran. So this, this project, we we had talked about this uh, a good while ago, um, and yeah. it's a pet peeve of mine, which yeah. relates to what uh, we would term the balance between the audio description that you would hear and yeah. the program audio. Yeah, so yeah. you've taken this a little bit further and you're you're actually conducting a research uh, yeah. on this in the hopes to perhaps set a, a standard, a, a guidelines perhaps within, within certainly within Ireland or certainly maybe within Europe. Is that the idea? Um, that, oh, that is, that's the ultimate goal, I guess, yeah. I think it was back in, what was it, 2018 that yeah. you, you asked me to come in and have a look at, at setting up with yourself, the AD department in mm-hmm. RTE, and we were working with um, Yell Umbrella, uh, trying to kind of beta test uh, their Stellar software for uh, for for AD scripting and uh, and recording. Once we had the material in and the script was written, the narrator was ready to go, and we did the recordings, and everybody says, "Yeah, that's great," and then we go. 
oh, what's going on with the program in the background? (laughs) Why is it disappearing underneath the underneath the um, The description? Description, yeah. And uh, and and you said, oh, well, that's the dip value. And I went, oh, right. So from a non-techy guy, uh, may I ask, what do you mean with the dip? Was it the, the effect that you were listening only to the audio description and you could not hear? The real program anymore? Yeah, the program was turned down. So we call ah. it dip. Its its volume had been turned down, like a huge amount. And I like it was. You could still hear it, but it was so quiet. Yeah, so quiet that that it, you're listening to the program. And then the program disappears, and the audio description comes in. And I was going yeah. like, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. It's interesting though, Kieran, because I, and I suppose it goes back to my question will almost lead to kind of quality assurance in this area because big major. Uh, without naming, but big major, you know, corporations. I, I watch uh, any any TV. I watch a lot of stuff. I have to say, coming out of the UK, with mm. audio description, has this huge dip all the yeah. time. To actually to the point where it's almost it it is it takes a huge amount of joy out of watching the content because yeah. you're always faffing yeah. around with the volume. That's the kind of feedback that we've got. Is that um, is that these dip values are so excessive that it, it's almost uh, the audio descriptions are now almost a disruption to watching the program or listening to the program or enjoying the program rather than something that supports the the, mm-hmm. the experience. So if they're not if they're not following a standard that works for the majority of people and that we can test and prove that it is a standard that it, that is um, that's approved by the user. Then they're they're not they're not helping the program and they're not helping the experience. They're they're actually hindering it as far as we can tell. So the aim of the research is now to try and <clears throat> and standardize these dip levels so that okay. you know we can get some feedback from the users to say, well, as you've just said, have you experienced this and. Uh, what what is the experience that you've had across these different um, broadcast platforms and streaming platforms online? You know, how, what kind of experience have you had? What kind of quality are you experiencing in AD services? And then we're also trying to, well, we've surveyed the content creators or the professionals who are creating AD content for broadcast. We've surveyed them. We've got a lot of information now on how AD is being created, what type of people are creating it, what's their technical expertise, and are they using any kind of standards or recommended guidelines for setting these dip values? And what what are they? What are the figures that they're using? So we have we've gathered all that information now, hmm. and we're able to kind of collate that all together in a in a in, yeah, a, doc, yeah. in a document, and that that will feed into the next stage of the research, which is to kind of benchmark what what professional mix engineers do when they're trying to balance a program against a voiceover or a, or an audio description. I imagine this is this is tricky, right? Because obviously it depends on the program, the genre, the type yeah. of soundtrack. It There's does, so many yeah. variables. Yeah. So yeah. like it's not just a formula that you put into no, this system. No. This is what we found at the, at the beginning. I think you, you might agree, uh, Kieran, mm-hmm. is most people were kind of who are creating audio description were using whatever piece of software to create the audio description, but weren't really listening to the different 
variances in the content that they were already describing. So mm -hmm. they may have had a default setting, and that default setting would dip as much uh, for, a, for a loud explosion as it would for a quiet piece of audio in the background. One, one setting doesn't fit all, um, particularly in programs that have a wide loudness range. So if you have a program that's got, for instance, a car chase followed by a quiet kind of domestic scene, those two scenes will, will require very, very different dip values for turning the program down. The louder passages, such as like a, a chase scene or a, a musical performance, they'll need much higher dip values than, say, just a scene with regular dialogue and room tone. So if, if the narrator is scripting in between the dialogue, then more than likely, if it's just room tone, it won't need any dip. We won't need it. Won't need any kind of a volume change in order to hear the descriptions yeah. clearly, yeah. and that's unfortunately not happening in the production at mm. the moment. What we will do is we'll we'll create some material that we can uh, benchmark with professional mix engineers, so they'll they'll mix AD uh, against very very loud program material, regular program material, and very very quiet, and then we'll hopefully get a standard kind of benchmark for all these different um, ranges and loudness mm -hmm. uh, and we can bring them then into a listening test experiment with end users or people who access AD services and they can tell us well which when we play back those those um, dip levels created by professional mix engineers we can also play back the uh, the standards that are currently being used in broadcasting uh, and we can we can determine whether there's a preference by from the end user. Presumably, what you want to get at the point you want to get to is where there's a set of standards that you guys have developed that has been tested with users and that you know you know works. Mm -hmm. Well, well, ultimately, Stuart, what what I would aim to do is to have this process automated so that the software carries out can can measure the loudness yeah, yeah. using the EBU you know. using a particular standard for measuring loudness right. it can and then it can set a, a automatically a dip value that is appropriate to that loudness and what can happen then is even in a live setting <clears throat> or in a cinema that automated process can then be further controlled by the by the user or the listener uh, so where they can they could possibly you know augment that dip level by a certain amount if they felt it was too much or too little but ultimately it's all automated you mentioned earlier about sort of getting feedback from users so how can people maybe who are listening who you yeah. know, a lot of people i think who've listened to this show feed us back on things they've been watching can people get involved yeah, so we, they can indeed. We have a survey that is um, aimed at, uh, at the audience or the end user of AD services, and people can follow that link and, and fill out the survey. It's, it's, a, it's a short, very short questionnaire of just 20 questions. Um, shouldn't take more than maybe 10 minutes max. They're, they're very simple, straightforward questions that are just asking um, the users of AD services what type of services they use, uh, where do they mainly access them? Are they you know, watching television or streaming online or at the cinema or live events, things like that? And, and what, <clears throat> what, have, what have you noticed in terms of 
problems with those AD services or discrepancies between the different providers? Um, what have you noticed? What are the quality and the standards that you're experiencing? Uh, so the survey is really just designed to get that that kind of rich feedback from the users of it, of audio descriptions so that we can really determine if this issue that we have noticed is is there in the wider public and is there an appetite to have um, some type of standardization applied to, to this um, AD creation or uh, production process. I have a link that um, I can send on to Oren and um, I'm not sure how we, you guys we, we can get into our, into our show out. notes. I'm sure show some notes. people can uh, tweet yeah. them. And if you have any difficulty, folks, don't forget you can email blindguyschat at gmail.com and we can also send you the link that way. Yeah, and, and you know, I think it's really important because we all, I know I do it a lot. I complain about, watch things. And I hate that. This is a great <laughs> opportunity for us all to give a bit of feedback. So I think, Kieran, what you're doing mm -hmm. is really yeah. valuable and thank you for doing it. And I, I really hope people will respond to this because if, yeah. you know, I think we can't, we've no right to complain if we don't if try we don't. to help the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have to mention that it's it the the research is is being funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. So okay. without without their help, it, you know, we wouldn't really be able to yeah. do this. So they've they've been very Brilliant. supportive. Fair play to them. Very, yeah. very can supportive. we make it an European standard then, probably, or can we uh, perhaps? Uh, do you have Dutch colleagues, or do you want to reach out? Can you do you have names that I can reach out to? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I have no clue. To be honest, we would like to. We would like to make this. Hopefully, we would like to present it to the EBU as something ah. for consideration, yeah. and um, perhaps the starting point for creating, yeah, a, a, like a dedicated recommendation on uh, on dip and fade values for for creating AD content. Yeah. The EBU, for those of you who may not be aware, is not the European Blind Union. No, that was my exist, first case. European... <laughs> yeah. It's the European Broadcasting Union, ah. uh, uh, which so most broadcasters within your public service broadcasters yeah. are members of the EBU. If anybody's out there and they have the link to the survey, if you if you use audio description services and you know somebody else who uses them as well, send it on. All right, let's get filling it out. And thanks, Kieran. That's brilliant. Mm, yeah. Brilliant work. Many right. thanks. We're yeah. moving on to uh, an item that I was uh, coming back to from our last podcast, in which you may remember that I went off on a bit of a rant. Oh, no. Uh, the said aforementioned Mr. Derry Lawler, and no, um, nothing against Mr. Lawler, but he made a comment uh, in his email that he was enjoying the AD. As far as I can remember, he said, I'm enjoying the AD on the programme Succession. Now, I love Succession. And for those of you who may not know Succession, it's, it's, it's on Sky, but I think it, it eventually moves to Amazon Prime. It's an HBO uh, series. And I think this was going to be, this was series three or four, I can't remember. I think it was three. And it's about this effectively dysfunctional family who feel, who are very, very entitled, is exceedingly rich. I'm trying to think of the, Logan Roy is the, is the head of the company who's played by, and I can't remember his name, but he's an English actor and he does the, um, he does the ads for the service provider. Uh, that you use, Stuart. 
Oh, and I cannot remember, but Claudia may remember and come back to me and correct me on what his name is. But anyway, I have a bit of an issue with this, and not necessarily with the particular gentleman, uh, but in the way that audio description suddenly seems to have become part of the production or part of the show, rather, which it's never supposed to be. So what I've done this week is I've taken a few little clips from Succession uh, just for the audience to listen to and Mm -hmm. see what you think. See what you think I'm right or I'm wrong. Um, And this is also kind of coming up. Am I right or am I wrong? Am I right or am I wrong? So what I'm going to do without without further ado is I'm going to play. So I'm going to play one. I'm going to play three clips. And uh, now okay. this is all from Succession, but we also, Stuart and I, want to talk about the the latest, and I think it's the uh, most downloaded um, series yeah, on Netflix, Netflix so far. So far is Stay Close, and we'll Stay talk about close. the AD on that in a, in a second. But I'm just going to play the first uh, excerpt, excerpt from uh, from this. Now this is I'm going to I'm going to try and. Uh, really, we need your mother on the show, Stuart, to kind of tee up these uh, these <sighs> clips because she's really good at this. So you she tell me. This. But so what's happened here in this in this two clips are from uh, the same episode, and basically uh, the uh, eldest son, um, Kendall, and Logan, the father, are trying to persuade an investor to stick with the company. Uh, he's thinking about taking his investment out of the company because he's heard that the uh, father and son are not getting on. And in actual fact, he's, he's, got a, he's got a right to say that, but these two guys are trying to pretend that they're getting on and all is well. So this scene is kind of halfway into the episode where the two guys... Now, what's happened previously to this is the father and the son have gone to this guy's, this gentleman's island... In separate mm-hmm. planes, ah. so let's, that's okay. that's where we're kind of starting. Right, in separate okay. planes, and they've gone to this gentleman's house, which is on his own island, in separate cars. So they've just in this scene, they've just uh, I think Kendall in this episode or this scene has just arrived, and this is what the audio description says uh, so basically the, the guy who's uh, who owns this house is kind of looking to see are they do they still love each other do they, are they still father and son or is there something going on hey dad josh looks on expectantly kendall gives logan the world's most unconvincing hug logan shoots josh a wide-eyed look now the world the world's most the world's most unconvincing hug <laughs> And as you know, Oren, and I know you played these off air before we were recording. And one of the things I said, and I'll just say it again for a bit, I think so outside of whatever bit of the scripting the guy has done there, his voice for AD is he's actually a really good describer. I like his voice. Yeah, Yeah, I like his voice. One of the things that you on the the kind of QC list of audio description is, um, can you actually picture it? So this gentleman is what's happened is. Uh, visually, uh, Claude tells me is that the, the two, the father and the son, look at each other, and they're kind of looking at the guy who owns the house, this investor, and they're kind of going, oh, "Should we? Should we not? Should we? Should we not? Okay, better hug him." Like for so the for the for the greater good, awkward. kind of. It mm. is, yeah, for the greater good. But this guy has written it and as the world's uh, <laughs> most unconvincing, <laughs> unconvincing hug. hug. So. 
Can you actually picture the most the world's most no. unconvincing hug? Is that something that we we can picture as blind people? And and is it almost as well? I don't know. As I listen to, is it almost bordering on patronising to the blind audience? Using language That's a like very that. good point. You know, I don't know. Mm. I, I don't like it. Yeah. I didn't think about it. Let's move on to the second piece. Yeah. Again, it's the same episode. And the gentleman who's uh, the investor is about to go off and, and take a phone call. And the two uh, guys, Logan, the father, and Kendall, the son, are left alone for a moment. So just picture they're on this beautiful island. They're sitting down. They're having a drink. And they still really can't talk to each other as father and son. Josh walks off to speak on his phone, leaving Logan and Kendall in a silence so pregnant it would be having sex tuplets at least. That's... that's a bit crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sex Just tuplets in a, at least. In a, in a pregnant silence or in, or in an awkward silence end. Yeah. Yeah. Does he feel, I wonder, that he has to fill all these silences in the dialogue? in the show with, with this kind of uh, added audio described script. I, I don't know. I'm just wondering. I don't know. I'd love yeah. to talk to the man yeah. to see what, what, is, what his view yeah. is. But, I'll take I mean, it as an action to get him on for you. <laughs> yeah. am, I, am I kind of making my point in that what he seems to be doing yeah. is very much, he's very much what I would describe as he's distracting me from watching the programme as, mm. as it was going to be watched by somebody who's fully sighted. And no. he's deciding, I'm going to add in because... Uh, you may well be right, Stuart. It could be I'm being patronising to the people who cannot mm. see. God bless the blind people. God Look what bless I'm doing. the poor blind people. N- now, I, I suppose, in fairness of balance, it would be interesting to hear Derry's uh, rebuttal, if we want to call it that, in, mm-hmm. if, he wa- if he wants to come back and say, well, actually, this is what I liked about this guy's audio description. Because I, I, yeah. I haven't watched it, so I don't know this show. Okay. So I, well, I'm going to yeah. play the last, the last yeah. tip. Which is uh, again, it's just I think it's just ridiculous. And remember, it's, there are lots of queer, lots of questions you ask when you're doing the QC of a of a script, and I should know because I am doing it on a daily basis. I'm reading audio description scripts, and we're making changes as we see as we see fit. And the very first question that you need to think ask yourself when you're when you're re- listening to the script is, can I visualize this? So I'm going to play the la- the mm-hmm. last piece now. Shots of the Italian countryside are as beautifully composed and as weirdly coloured as Van Gogh's. Roman returns to the villa. <laughs> right? Uh, hmm. Can you visualise that? It's really interesting. I it kind of reminds me of years ago. I was at a I was doing a course. I was very very a lot younger at the time, uh, um, and um, I was doing a residential course uh, at the Irish Guide Dogs, and somebody asked to get a video. Back in the days, you'd rent a video, you know, oh, and yeah. uh, got a movie. And there was a couple of visually impaired, a couple of blind guys in the course. It was four of us, I think, on the residential course. And the, whatever staff member was on duty at that night was doing a bit of audio describing. And one guy kept saying, stop, stop, pause. What colour is her dress? What colour is her shoes? And I remember thinking, what does it matter what colour? Because, of course, I, as a totally blind person born blind, wanted a different type of description to someone who had had that visual memory. 
You know, it's yeah. kind of interesting. And I wonder, is he trying to do that in that bit? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just, but look, it's, it's, it's just, it's too, it's too chatty. It's too verbose for me anyway. Yeah. It is, and it's distracting for me. It certainly uh, it is distracting for from the actual program, which it shouldn't be. That's that's the whole purpose of yeah. the AD is it's it's just, it's a voice in the background. It's supposed to be somebody, you know, who is sitting with you on the couch, and it's just saying to you, just just so as you know, this is happening now, and they're doing this mm. rather than the little voice in your ear. <laughs> you'll never yeah. guess what's happening on screen now. Well, you know, so yeah. I, I I'm absolutely opposed to this kind of uh, writing script, audio description writing. And Boo. Stuart and I have also yeah. not seen it with the audio description writing, but it, but with the with the new series on Netflix that's doing very well called Stay Close. What we have is an, alt, an a, kind of an alternative where you're saying that. His voice is quite good here, uh, Stuart on uh, uh, Neville's on on Succession. Whereas in, in Stay Close, this guy now I don't have any examples, unfortunately. But if you listen to the audio description on Stay Close, it's very over the top and dramatic. Well, I I, I think the guy in doing the audio description in Stay Close wanted to be in the show himself. <laughs> he wants the leading role, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a bit too heavy for the show. It's it's all too dramatic, and yeah, I th- yeah. And there's also a little too bit much. of obvious stuff. And he might say something like, "He opens the door." <laughs> okay. He opens well, I'm, the door. I'm I'm blind, but I can hear the door opening. He closes the door. Okay, yeah, well, okay. he's very. Bad. He's off on the dramatics, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so. very dramatic. I, I think he wanted. Maybe he. I do, do you wonder? Did he audition for one of the parts? And they said, "Sorry, but listen, we need someone to read this script. Do you want to do that?" <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, I, I think, think I just. Mate, I would say this is just one of my pet peeves, and uh, and I, I appreciate, ladies and gentlemen, I am very close to it. An audio description is a huge part of my life, my work life, and my and my own leisure. Life, but I do think that we are at the point now where do you have a leisure we're, life. We're, well, it's, you know, it's, it's tiny, like you know, like picking little bits of food out oh, of the gutter right. here in Blanchardstown. Oh, right. um, but as, as Kieran, you know, as we were saying earlier on, it's 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 time. I believe it's time now that not only should we be expecting very high quality technically with the audio balance for the audio description versus the program audio, but we should also be entitled to a well-scripted and well-read piece of audio description. And there are quite a lot of um, companies out there and individuals who just think this is, as the, as the Irish saying would be, this is money for old rope. We're perfectly entitled to having good quality AD as much as a sighted person is uh, has a right to see something that's well well shot or looks looks well on screen well especially uh, if we're pay- if you're paying the same Netflix or Amazon or whatever yeah. it is um, subscription as the next as your neighbor next door who's yeah. fully sighted who's watching the same content like yeah. like absolutely so yeah, so look, I hope people... Listeners, can... we, would, we would love, I would really love, this is a call to arms. Feedback. I would love you to point out on your Facebook, on your Twitter, whatever social media you've, you, you use, where you think there's, there's good AD, say it. 
Say it. You, say it. And where you think there's bad AD, say it also. And use the use the hashtag. I'm starting a. I'm starting the hashtag bad AD. Be hashtag bad. B A D A D capital A D. I was going to say if you do it, yeah, yeah, capitalize them so the screen readers will read them. All right. Are we ready for? Um, my, that's the end of my rants. Shall we have some emails? Ah, oh, why yeah. not? Let's bring right. Claude in. Sit on the piano. Come, come on, on, come on. This piano is <laughs> falling, to, falling to bits. <laughs> falling to bits. Hey, Claude. Hey, Claude. I just want to say it's yeah. coming. It's What's coming. coming? Ah. Yeah, yeah. It I is. don't want to hear it. I don't want Claude. to hear it, Stuart. No. Right, go on. Yeah. All right, Thomas let's go promises. on. No, no, no. Gary with a G. Sit. Yeah. Ah, there we are. Questions and stories and feedback are plenty From all our listeners we have about 20 Sending a mail as they're sipping a brew Thank you dear listener cause we do love you Covid's gone, Covid's gone (laughs) Otis in Baltimore, Derry in Dublin Gordon in Scotland and Shea Martin's trouble Thank you though everyone, we love you so Now let's have more email, go, 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 Gary, you will get your song, I promise you, sir. Stuart. It's been, I, Clodagh, I'm incredibly busy. You know I love you very much. Yes, and I love you very much too, Clodagh. Did you, (laughs) do you ever hear the phrase, no, no, it's okay, it's all right. Do you ever hear the phrase, you know, um, what's it, under promise and over deliver? I I, I used to have, I used to have a very, very, very good friend of mine who worked in, 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 sorry, in my previous employment with me, and he used to say, same thing you say. He would say, uh, un- he would say, uh, under promise and over deliver. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you should do. Unfortunately, you tend to be doing the opposite. You're over promising and under Yes, I am. Clever. So just stop promising. Okay, stop stop promising. Gary, yeah, I mean, it's all just, good. If we could just crowbar Gary G in there, you know, just so <laughs> well, you guys, did there. So just gonna someday it's going to happen, okay? I'm just there's so many bits and pieces going on at the moment. I've actually been, I've been given a, I've been. Okay, I've been given a, I've been, I might as well tell you, I've been given a challenge by a listener to the show. That's all I can say at the moment. They want a jingle, Cloda, interesting for you. They want an email jingle to the theme tune of Friends, the Rembrandts, I'll be there for you. Claude is here for us, you know, reading our mail, whatever. So I'm working on that, but it's, it's not easy, you know, writing lyrics and then putting them Nothing, nothing worthwhile is easy, Stuart. By the way, by the way, way, listeners, we, we also forgot to say that we, we were starting it from January, but we'll start a bit later. We are running a competition at the moment. Uh, Claude and I gave Stuart a a bumper box of crisps for uh, for Christmas and we are now running a competition uh, to see how long will they last uh, how long will they last so please Uh, do email in or tweet uh, in or leave in and the the prize the prize ladies and gentlemen wait till you hear the prize wait till you hear the prize holiday in Mauritius you get not one not one but you get all of the empty wrappers. So I opened, I just want to say, I opened the box. It's a huge box. And thank you, Oren and Clodagh. It arrived. It was a big, massive thing outside my gate. I opened the box the other day and there are, uh, Clodagh, you probably know this, there are like uh, whole packs of six packs inside it. So I've, Clodagh, just to say to you, no, No. yeah, so did I, no. So I opened the first six pack, Clodagh, last Tuesday, I believe. And there is one packet left in the first six pack. So that will give you an idea. That's not bad. How it's going. Yeah. 
that's so. like that's kind of one a day okay. or something nearly. Yeah. 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 Okay. I usually have one with my lunch. Mm. It was the biggest box we could find, Stuart. That's why it's in the six pack because it was huge. The, the individual ones mm. they were a much smaller box, so we figured it was huge. You know. okay. Yeah, very Oh. We want, we want and you what, to, what, you know. What flavours are they? They're cheese and onion. Oh, they're all cheese and onion. I love my cheese and onion. Cheese and onion tato. Yeah, oh, uh, I don't know if you, you've ever tasted tato, but yeah, it's a very specific thing. No, I've never thing. tasted them. No, I'm. I'm, no, I'm we'll I'm, bring I'm, you over some when we come. They're really, really nice. So thank you. Have you ever tried a sandwich in Dublin? A crisp sandwich? No, but you know what I love? Crisp bananas. Bananas? Banana sandwich with crisps and a cup of tea. Or crisps and chocolate and a cup of tea. Ay, 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 ay. No. Chris, yeah. I come to Dublin. In Jan, July, when you come to Dublin, I will, July, yeah. at, I will greet you at the airport with a bag of potato. <laughs> <laughs> an, em- an empty bag and an empty bottle of beer. A box of potato. And a box, a bottle of beer, absolutely. All promises, all promises. All promises. All promises. All right. By the way, well, emails, Claudia. Yes, I do have emails, but I just wanted to point out in case people were wondering, Oren was joking about the going out and licking everyone because COVID. But it's gone allegedly. Um, we didn't do anything different. Well, you wouldn't let him out the door, Claudia, to lick everyone. I You're have no right. control. I thought that I was very clear. Clothes. I have no control over Orin whatsoever. <laughs> he does exactly as no he wishes. No one's put manners on him yet, no? Not, I'm not able to. Oh, I've tried. Okay. It's not possible. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, and I and try also, every day as well. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's just, it's like, it's like trying to herd cats. It's just, it's not possible. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want AirPods. <laughs> you don't I don't wear AirPods. I do have to actually have to ask Stuart this question because uh, I don't think this is correct, but uh, Cloda is convinced that Apple AirPods would not work with an Android device. No, they will, Cloda, and they even work with Windows devices, <laughs> and I can conf- confirm that for you. Um, you know what she's getting next Christmas? And in fact, it's very straightforward. I don't want them. It's very straightforward to pair them. <laughs> I don't want them. <laughs> I use, I really don't I, want them. I've used AirPods with my L Braille and it's very handy. Okay. You know, I mean, I do understand, but I've inherited Oren's old, uh, he had these JBL fake AirPod things. Oh, yeah. And mm. they're made for giants. I, can, I can't wedge them into my ear like they're bananas. They won't stay in there. They're huge things. You think your you AirPod 3s are big? No, 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 no. I don't want them. <laughs> Thanks. I love you very much. What about no, the, what really about the older not. ones that I have then? They might be easier. I have no idea. She doesn't I want anything oh. Apple. I don't oh, like right. Apple. I love okay. a good gala crunchy apple, but I... You don't I, want I, Apple in your life, Clodagh. I don't I want any mean. other okay. apples in my okay. life. Fair yeah. enough. There's um, a lot of bad apples out there, Clodagh. I tell yeah. you. Um, yeah. And then the other thing, I was thinking about your QR code issue. Sometimes you have to line up the QR code with a box on the screen. So I don't know how, I don't know right. how you do that. But if you have it printed... It's easier because you can well, just did print it out. scan yeah, the whole scan the whole page and it'll find the QR code even yeah. if it's small. I actually, would you believe I'm beside my desk? I have it here in front of me. Here it is. Mm. If the listeners want to see it, we can definitely hear mic. it. There you go. Yeah. That is my COVID cert. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. Um, anyway, go on with right. emails. Yeah. No, but I want to uh, tell you that Brian Brian Cox plays Logan Roy. That's the oh, other Brian thing. Oh, Brian Cox, you're Brian Cox. Yeah, not Professor yeah. Brian Cox. But Brian no, Cox. No, no, just plain ordinary actor Brian Cox. Although and he's, he's brilliant. He's not. He's not ordinary. He's amazing. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, oh, okay. are you saying that because he's easy on the eye or something, Claudia, or just? Oh no, he's no? an older gentleman. Oh. I actually saw him in the Gate once in uh, the Iceman Cometh years ago. He's he's an incredible actor. He's really oh, really okay. good. Yeah, okay. fair play to uh, you. Guy. But he doesn't he doesn't float my boat in that way, um, Stuart. Okay, that's all yeah. right. 
Um, we have an email from the lovely Patty Murphy in Baltimore. Oh, oh God bless you, Patty. Yes. And actually, in fairness to Patty, she sent this before Christmas, and we had it ready for the Christmas episode. We didn't do emails in the Christmas episode. That's so right, because we were too busy doing a quiz. That's it. So I'm catching up on it now. So she says, a quick recommendation for TV Corner, inspired by the recent Google Earth and Soundscape walkabout in either episode 29 or 30. And it was 30 because I checked. Uh, Yes, I'm a bit behind, but I'm sure life will get out of the way shortly and I will have proper time to catch up. Brilliantly done, by the way. I get the impression that every outing is an adventure for a blindie. Both apps together seem to have provided a pretty clear perspective of what's around you. Welcome to Earth is the show that she's recommending. And it's on Disney Plus. Do we have any Disney Plus subscribers? We aren't. Uh, yes, no. but I sort of hang on somebody else's Disney Plus. It's not mine, but I must oh, check it out. Bold. Okay. Yeah. Um, but do welcome to Earth. This is a documentary well, of sorts. Can audio I just, described. Can I just stop you there for a second? No. Because that, that's a complete <laughs> that's a complete waste of Disney Plus. Why? I'll why? tell you. I'll tell you why. Because he's got Stuart has access to Disney Plus, and Jan will appreciate what I'm about to say. There's a what? there's a, over four hundred minutes of a of a series about the Beatles oh, on Disney Plus. Oh. Stuart doesn't like I, I the bet Beatles. You Stuart Lawler hasn't seen it. No, he I'm, like okay, I wouldn't say I don't. I think they are overrated. I I'd be very careful. Oh I say I don't. God. That's worse. That's worse. They were Stuart. they were the take that or boy zone of their day. They were. They're a pop guys. They're take, a, no. They were a pop group in the sixties. It's just that they were the first to do it. I mean, mm. give me. I think we need to take this into a like. I mean, like, drinks. give me the Everly Brothers, or give oh, me no. Simon and Garfunkel. No. You know. Oh my. <laughs> oh no, Orin's very upset. Now he's going to go off and cry in a corner. So Listen, I think we should just go to the next email. Uh, oh, thank you, Patty. Okay. Well, yeah, no, yeah, she's yeah. just saying uh, star uh, stars Will Smith of uh, Men in Black, and, and yeah, it's, it's What's interesting. It called it's What's called it? Welcome Earth. to Earth, and there's a blind guy in it. Oh, really? um, and his name is Eric, and he, they. Um, I thought his name was Eric the no, blind this, guy. Uh, Eric the blind guy, and he. They go down, they descend <laughs> into an active volcano in one episode, and in another one, he kayaks oh. down some wild river, and apparently he's a mad. Uh, anyway, okay. this was what reminded her um, of Jade and Stuart. Of us walking the, around Balbriggan and kayaking the, around the, the. No, what, yeah. she's, what she said was trekking the seedy streets of their local neighborhood with uh, just as much bravado. <laughs> yeah, well done. A, which I love. Pretty, I love that she knew it was seedy. <laughs> it's a pretty, I mean, where we were going there now in Balbriggan. Yeah, dodgy. Dodgy, yeah, dodgy, dodgy area, Patty. We, we wouldn't recommend it for tourists today. I don't. Um, I, I, yeah. Orin, are you ready for the blindy tips? Um, oh, uh, jingle. Oh, 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 yeah. Will I play it? Yeah, go Yay. on. Blindy tips. Blindy tips. Blindy tips. Give us your blindy tips. I have a quick question about that jingle, by the way. I keep meaning to ask it every time it's played. So you, you, the first time you played it, or and you credited uh, your colleague or your friend uh, Scott Chesworth, who, yes, who, who who helped you put it together, yeah. is is that him at the beginning going blindy tips, or is that you putting on a Cockney accent? Uh, that is uh, that is 
Scott was saying blindly tips. Okay, yes. that's what I thought. I, I keep meaning yeah. to ask it, and I'm sure yeah. there's listeners who are sitting there going, I keep meaning to ask it, so I'm asking <laughs> on behalf of the, the, the general mass, I suppose. Okay. okay. It's a great jingle. No, I just want to know tip? how you managed to get the Rabina berries in there. What's what is the tip? The tip? Yeah. The tip? tip is okay, controversial tip here, but can I suggest to your listeners, when they have a problem, that they consider asking a sighty for help? I'm a sighted partner of a vision-paired person and I'm sick of watching him struggle with stuff and refusing to ask for help. And apparently I'm not allowed to offer help either. I find it quite stressful. As they say on Reddit, am I the asshole? Hopefully, sorry, yours, hopefully not the asshole. Can I say, <laughs> can I say in response, thank you, thank you, thank you to that person. There is nothing oh, that drives me mad more than people who, who blatantly <laughs> refuse help when there's, and when there's people around and... Yeah like fiercely say no I will do this myself and yeah. like god lads life is too short sometimes so I, I think fair play to that person now in fairness I do understand that there's a balance to be had and I think it's I think it's different Stuart and I, I'd love to do some research into this but I have a, I have, a, I have an inkling that it might be different for people who are congenitally blind I completely, people yeah, completely who have acquired blindness later yeah. in life because I think those who've acquired it and are adjusting to it are much more determined to kind of do it go it alone I yes although Clodagh I've seen the congenitally blind I mean maybe look I know we all want to be as independent but sometimes for pure uh, for the sake of speed and just being a bit more efficient and I kind of feel for that person who wrote mm. that tip because clearly they want to help and you can would hear like, the frustration yeah, can't you exactly yeah. so yeah. I would agree yeah. I would, I would yeah, agree me too why not ask yeah. yeah, I don't think he or she is the asshole. That said, I, I know, no, definitely not the asshole. But no. what I'm saying is, I for a long time myself and Oren struggled with this because I always wanted to help and Oren didn't always need my help or want it. Yeah, and um, look, so, I think yeah. that's something you get to over time maybe. But well, I we think... came to an agreement that, you know, if he wants my help, he'll ask for it and he knows yeah. that I'm there. So I'm going to stop offering because he knows I'm there yeah. and I'm happy to yeah. help. I mean, and in, that's, in it's a given. for me, and I think it's fair to say, probably Jan as well, is... In general, for me, if I, I will keep at something until I can't work out, you know, where I am, what I should be mm. doing, what I need, where, what, what, what steps I need to take, or whatever the situation mm. is, and it's then I will mm-hmm. ask for advice. I absolutely agree. If there's somebody around, within within uh, another Irish phrase, within spitting distance within of an, you, an ass's roar. For God's yeah. sake, ass. And, and, I'm, and I'm sure there are times that <laughs> Cloda needs help from Oren or that Chantel yeah. needs help yeah. from Yana. all and that the they, time. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's, we all have to help each other without getting I, too I never, happy clappy about yeah. all this. You know, you know you're absolutely right. right. And I never think twice about asking for help. I'll ask for help when I need it. But yeah. I think, I think there's kind of, um, there's a kind of an extra weight to asking for help, I think, maybe when... No. There like is, if, and, and, yeah. and I think I think the other thing people have to be not head... And especially, I think, people who lose their vision later in life have to be... Shouldn't ever feel... Because people go, oh, well, I know a blind guy, and he's able, he can do that. You say, well, yeah. sure, so what? Good for him. Yeah. You know, like, don't worry about those kind of things. And I, I think I spent the first 25 years of my life thinking oh my god the other person can do it I should be able to do that and now I've realised when you get to near 40 and you start getting grumpy I realised you're pushing it I don't care I don't care well no no, I mean when I did get near uh, like it was last year uh, you know (laughs) last year (laughs) few few more years than that but you know what I mean oh that's funny okay no I fully agree Yep. Anyway, so so we're agreeing that he or she yeah. is not the asshole. He's not Absolutely. at all. No, yeah. and and yeah. fair and look, and I'm just going to say it because I say it every time. Bless you. 
Get off the stage. We will, we will. Uh, Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, the end of the show for this week. Don't forget to join us in two weeks' time. Not for any particular reason, other than we'll have a show, and it'll be a great show. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say there might be some forget- email responses to some of the things we've said tonight. I'd say there will some email mm-hmm. responses. Yeah. Blindguyschat at gmail.com, and at Blindguyschat is the Twitter, and, and the same yep. for the Facebook. And we're not on the TikTok or the Instagram yet, but we're thinking no. about it. If we can work out how to work out our video cameras. Thank you very much, and we'll see you in two weeks' yep, time. Thank you. Bye. 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 Busy, busy